This week on Art on the Air, our whole show features independent folk music performer Kendra Swanson, known for her expressive vocals with original compositions written about the American heartland, featuring energetic instrumentation on banjo, guitar, and fiddle. Our spotlight is on the return live performances of the Tom Foolery Fun Club with MCs Tom Bilek and Ms. Michelle Piskel. Express yourself through art and show the world your heart. Express yourself through art and show the world your heart. You're in the know with Esther and Mary Art on the air today Stay in the know with Mary and Esther Art on the air our way Express yourself to art And show the world your heart Express yourself to art And show the world your heart Welcome. You're listening to Art on the Air on WVLP 103.1 FM and Lakeshore Public Radio 89.1 FM, our weekly program covering arts and arts events throughout Northwest Indiana and beyond. I'm Larry Breckner of New Perspectives Photography, right alongside here with Esther Golden of The Nest in Michigan City. Aloha, everyone. We're your hosts for Art on the Air. Art on the Air is supported by an Indiana Arts Commission Arts Project Grant through South Shore Arts and the National Endowment for the Arts. Art on the Air streams live at WVLP.org and is rebroadcast on Monday at 5 p.m. Plus is also heard on Lakeshore Public Radio, 89.1 FM, every Sunday at 7 p.m., also streaming live at lakeshorepublicradio.org and is available on Lakeshore Public Radio's website as a podcast. Our spotlight interviews are also heard Wednesdays on Lakeshore Public Radio. Information about Art on the Air is available at our website, breck.com slash AOTA. That's breck, B-R-E-C-H dot com slash AOTA. That includes a complete show archive, spotlight interviews, plus our show is available on multiple podcast platforms, including NPR One. Please like us on Facebook, Art on the Air, WVLP, for information about upcoming shows and interviews. And we'd like to welcome to Art in the Air Spotlight, someone who's been with us before. They are returning back, uh, bringing comedy and uh, music back to the Northwest Indiana area. They've been gone, for, of course, a little bit during the uh, COVID thing. Last time we had them on, uh, they were talking about the Mascot Hall of Fame. But it's the Tom Fullery Fun Club, and we'd like to welcome Tom Bilek and Miss Michelle, Michelle Bisco, to Art on the Air Spotlight. Welcome, guys. Thank you. Welcome. Thank you. Welcome. We should say comedy, music, and magic, right? Sometimes magic, sometimes <laughs> uh, musical comedy, uh, sometimes improv, sometimes uh, sometimes we don't even know what's going to happen. Right? <laughs> so uh, exciting. A little bit of everything, a little bit of tomfoolery for sure. Well, that's great. Well, tell us a little bit for our audience who may not be familiar with Tom Foolery Fun Club. Tell us just a little bit about what it's about, what you're doing, what you have been doing, and what's coming up. And then we'll talk a little bit about what you guys are individually doing. Awesome. Well, uh, Tom Fullery Fun Club is a it's a comedy based uh, variety show. Uh, we've been uh, doing shows for uh, almost eight years now, and our shows consist of various forms of comedy, uh, primarily stand up, but some improv, sketch, musical, magical comedy, and we mix in uh, live music from various genres: uh, jazz, blues, rock, uh, some uh, cover, and, and a lot of original things too. So it's a, a something different every time. And what are some of the venues that you've been playing at? Wow, we've been kind of all around. Our, our home base where we started is Langle's Pizza in Highland. <laughs> and we've been to the Roxy Theater in Lockport, Illinois, the Oric Shrine in Michigan City, Indiana. We've also been to um, several, you know, sort of 
uh, different venues that are restaurants with kind of side rooms and things like that. But we've kind of been um, coming back in, in some of our same old haunts, our same old places. But um, we'll see another new place in December, the Halls of Justice in Crown Point. And what will you be doing at that one? We will have one of our Tom Fleury shows, right, Tom? Absolutely. That'll be a nice mix of, uh, of comedy and live music. Um, actually, we have some uh, some newer comedians, uh, comedians that haven't been in our shows before that'll be joining us for that event. Uh, and also some returners. Our, uh, our quote-unquote headline act will be the Famous Brothers. Uh, these are uh, three uh, very unique individuals. Um, you know, they, they say that they were born and inbred to perform uh, they uh, reside in uh, a place called Monkey's Crevice, West Virginia, and uh, they, they drive around in the school bus. And uh, intermittently, it uh, it breaks down right in front of our our venue, wherever we're performing. And uh, and they join us, and the, and they sing, and they joke, and they drink beer, and uh, they're uh, they're very very uh, entertaining. <laughs> so, did they find you, or, or did you find them? Oh gosh, you know that's an interesting story. How we found them. Uh, like most of the entertainers who've joined us, uh, they came to us from a, from a referral. Um, actually, when we were first starting to do the Tom Foolery Fun Club, uh, the Famous Brothers were referred to uh, to Michelle and I, uh, Michelle and me from uh, a, a gentleman by the name of Ed Smarin, who is our, our photographer and also performs in some of our shows. And uh, we, we called the Famous Brothers and uh, they performed and they've been with us, uh, oh gosh, I don't know, five or six times over the last eight years. Uh, but they do a great job, and they're just a lot of fun. So uh, now uh, you just had, I think, on uh, November 13th, you had at the Roxy Theater the 70s Heroes of Rock. How did that uh, production go? Oh, that's outstanding. Uh, Skip Kripparis, uh is a is a one-man show for sure. Uh, he's a, a singer, an impressionist, a comedian. Uh, I guess if, uh, if you're familiar with the uh, movies, uh, Skip played the role of Monty the Color Man in the movie Major League. He was okay. Bob Meeker's uh, Color Man. Uh, he, he also uh, sang back up to Olivia Newton-John, uh, was a, a member of, uh, oh gosh, what it was. It wasn't the um, uh, New Colony Six. Uh, was a, He was a member of that band for a period of time. Uh, very entertaining. Uh, he takes takes you through the history of rock and roll. And this particular show takes you through the, the 70s and performs uh, snippets of many of the popular songs and uh, really does a great job. Real quick, what do we have in 2022 looking forward? Uh, we'll be... Uh, well, first of all, we'll be heading back to our old stomping ground, Langle's Pizza in Highland for our eighth anniversary show. Uh, we're still uh, working on the, the exact date for that, uh, but we love going back there. The energy is is so good there. Uh, in fact, Michelle, I know, I know we'll agree. Uh, probably our best shows ever have been at Langle's. It's a small room, uh, very tight, but uh, people love going back there and eating that delicious Langle's Pizza and uh, just having a, a great time. Back to the Mascot Hall of Fame. How did that work out? Yeah, that was our first show back uh, from a post-COVID, so to speak. It actually, still was kind of COVID. Um, somewhat of a unique venue. Uh, it was our first time there. And uh, the, the show was good. I, I just think the, uh, you know, the energy was a little, it was a little different. It was a little off from what we we're used to. And, I, and Michelle and I have kind of talked about this a little bit, too, is the, the audience's uh, reactions and and how people, reserved. how people yeah. behave in, in general. Uh, not that there was any bad behavior, but uh, uh, it's just a little bit of a different vibe as people get uh, used to going out again. So we've uh, 
Uh, we've learned a lot from that. Well, real quick, we have only about a minute left, and we want to leave you time to tell us about the show again. Uh, Tom, you just recently had a new uh, endeavor job-wise uh, that's not Tom Fullery. Tell us briefly about that. Well, uh, the people I work with may say it's foolery. I, I took the uh, <laughs> director position at the Hobart Chamber of Commerce, and I, I work with small businesses, uh, help uh, to uh, help them in a, in a variety of different ways, uh, promoting their business, help with marketing, uh, various types of support. If, uh, if we can't help you directly, we usually find somebody that can. And Ms. Michelle, you just uh, changed uh, things from your job that you did three years ago. Yes, it's in the same stream, the same vein. Um, I do educational consulting. So um, I opened a, a company and I'm doing some educational consulting with um, some districts around the area. Excellent. So coming on uh, December 4th at the Hall of Justice in Crown Point, Tom Fullery uh, Fun Club returns in Crown Point. Tom, Michelle, thank you so much for coming on Art in the Year Spotlight. Thanks, Larry. Thank Esther. Thank you for always having me. Always great to really see you. Appreciate. Thank yes, you. We always enjoy it. Thank you. That's yes, great. You're listening to Art on the Air, WVLP 103.1 FM and on Lakeshore Public Radio 89.1 FM. Welcome to Art in the Air. She's an independent folk music performer and songwriter. She has expressive vocals, energetic instrumentation on both banjo, guitar, fiddle. has a timeless sound to the original composition she makes, uh, all stemming from the American heartland. Uh, Her music's been described as soulful, homey, sincere, and heartfelt. And she has a very passionate voice. We'd like to welcome to Art in the Air, Kendra Swanson. Welcome to our show. Thank you so much for having me. Aloha. Well, Kendra, like we uh, with all of our guests, like to know a little bit about your uh, background. Uh, I like call it your origin story, how you got from where you were to where you are now. So tell us about yourself. Um, well, one of the places I usually start is uh, my birthplace in rural South Dakota, um, which is, I don't know, it's the thing I've kind of clung to, even though we've lived, we only lived there for about five years. But some of my most um, formative memories, I feel... Um, came from from being there uh, where we lived in a town of like 80 people in the wind and the clouds of gnats. Um, so what so is I, your what is your deep recollection of it? I remember the uh, crab apple trees in the backyard and the grain elevator in the trains. Um, and then my dad was the pastor of a small church. And so we lived in the parsonage um, next door. And so I remember that like space between the church and the house and like going over and sitting on the floor in his office while he sat on his computer with the black screen and the yellow letters. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so I don't know, you know, I think everybody or lots of people have really you know, great memories of their early childhood. And then as I've gotten older, I've learned kind of like why my parents left too. You know, I, I love visiting rural spaces and I still deeply love going there. But, you know, it's there weren't a lot of options for school or recreational activities or um, libraries and, and just access to basic things, which now that I'm a person raising a small child, I'm like, oh my goodness, like, what would we do without the library? What would we do without the library? 
And what would we do, um, you know, for me to, it's being able to step out the door and walk up the street and run into nine children, my kid's age who can say hello. And, um, so I understand why that wasn't a super fulfilling place to be. Um, and so after we left there, we briefly, um, lived in Rochester, Minnesota, and then my parents and my sister and I all settled into, um, North Central Illinois, um, where I went to school. And, um, as far as my musical background goes, um, you know, my family was always musical. Uh, my dad played guitar and, uh, and like every true musician, he always wanted to quit. You know, that's what we musicians do. We, <laughs> we play music and then we talk about how we're going to quit because it's just not very good. But, you know, <laughs> we have to, we just keep going. Um, and I'm glad he did. And, um, so my family used to sing together all the time. And so like singing, um, harmony together and standing in front of people, um, was always a thing that we did, um, I joined orchestra in fifth grade. Uh, Freeport, Illinois has an incredible, incredible um, uh, public school music program um, that I was lucky to be in. And by the time... What instrument? What instrument did you choose? I played viola. <laughs> and <laughs> I had a lot of viola jokes. So I, you know, um, and they're probably all accurate, Larry. <laughs> well, well, one of them is, is uh, what's the difference between a violin and viola? Viola burns longer, but it holds more beer. Oh, I don't know that one. Mm-hmm. That's that's good. You know, and the the painful thing too, Larry, is that I'm you know also a banjo player. So yes, the other I'm one. The butt of many jokes. You know, and when I learn to play accordion, it's oh. just gonna be a disaster. <laughs> so, so did so. Were there instruments available in the house? Did all the did everybody play something different? No, I mean, we had the piano. So my sister and I also both took piano and she really, really excelled at piano. And I've always been more of a want to do everything kind of a person. Um, so I ended up, you know, I, I, I took lessons and my teacher was very patient with me. Um, <laughs> um, but I really, I really loved the viola because it's such a like expressive, close to your body, like the physical experience of playing a stringed instrument was really dear to me. And, uh, so when I went to college, I went to Luther College for undergrad and I played viola in the symphony. And then I got excited about like playing in the Russian folk orchestra. So I played <laughs> uh, Dombra and Balalaika. And then I got really excited about viola da gamba music, which is like, you know, early Baroque Renaissance music. And so I played uh, viola da gamba in the consort and I um, spent a year in Nottingham, UK, and I played consort music in Nottingham. And then after I graduated, I went to Bratislava, Slovakia, um, where some folks um, basically introduced me to American folk music. And I had my viola with me, and I kind of pretended I was fiddling on things. And there wasn't a lot of pressure because it was Bratislava. So, you know, who's going to care how authentic of American folk music we're playing here? Um but one of my friends had an auto harp and that was magical. And when I came back to the States in like 2008, I was like, man, I feel like I need to know more about um, American folk music. And so I was like, I'm going to learn the banjo. So I did. <laughs> and found from playing the banjo and having my viola, just learning that what I really loved doing was, was jamming and, and using music to connect with people. And also learning that music is very much an expression of 
place that you know with groups of people you build a different sound together and like Nashville is this like musical epicenter but it, it really doesn't represent everybody you know there's these different pockets of like really real authentic flavor um, that happens um, in different communities and so I don't know I've been grateful to have made music with so many different people and so many different genres of music over the years and eventually somehow have settled into being a songwriter. I've always been a writer, but I've never been a songwriter and here we are. Um, so yeah, I eventually learned guitar and uh, faked my way through playing fiddle and uh, which I also really enjoy and I love playing anything. <laughs> <laughs> so that's it. And so, and family-wise, uh, you're married and you're lo located near Madison, Wisconsin right now, and you have a little one. Yep. So that's why we're making sure to do the interview while he's, uh, he's asleep. Uh, yeah, he's not sleeping. My mother is here. <laughs> uh, he was up till 1130 last night, so we're just like, I don't think you're going to nap today. <laughs> you can't do this again. He was super excited about your interview. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're suffering yeah. through that with my grandson, who's uh, 18 months, and uh, oh. he doesn't like to sleep at night and everything. And so mm -hmm. it, my daughter, uh, who actually does work at home, but they have a nanny in when she's working at home. So, so. So does um, do you make up little songs with Arlo? Yeah, yeah, and I um, I sing through all the nursery rhymes, and he sometimes asks me to stop. It's really great when I'm reading him to bed, and he like <laughs> reaches over and shuts my mouth and is like, "No, mommy, no singing." <laughs> um, but he does loves he, playing music too. But does he sing too? He sings a little bit. Oh, yeah. good. Yeah, I'm trying not to put too much pressure on him, you know, because if he doesn't like it, it's okay. That's okay. But he'll be around it. My husband plays music too. So, and we never we have a really small house. We never baby-proof to the music room. So, like, he can play piano. He can reach, like, nine different guitars. We've got three banjos up there, trumpet. I mean, it's just, it, it's bonkers. Who plays the trumpet? Your, your husband? My husband, yeah. So, yeah. so we'd like to ask about uh, the, your first song that we're going to listen to, yeah. Golden. So, tell us a little bit about that, and then we'll give it a listen. Yeah, well, speaking of my husband, I, I wrote uh, the song Golden, um, uh, really soon after I met him for the first time, we had a, a date that ended up being, you know, nine hours long and two meals and lots of barefoot walks along trails um, in Wisconsin and with his dog and who's now my dog. <laughs> and and I just like kind of walked away from meeting him being like, man, this is just a really pure golden soul. Um, this is just a really... Um, good light person and I woke up with golden in just coming out of my pen on paper which happens sometimes some songs I spend a whole lot of time picking apart and putting the pieces together and golden was just here it is this is the whole thing and I admitted him to a few day a few days later I was like um I wrote this song about you <laughs> Um, and he said, that's okay. I put a picture of you on my desk at work. <laughs> so, oh my gosh. Um, uh, I'm so glad to hear because I, I thought it was about him. You know, there's that, there's a line in there that just went, oh, I wonder, I wonder. Oh, so yeah. yeah, poor, poor guy. I haven't written him any more love songs, but boy, <laughs> he's earned them. <laughs> well, let's take a listen to uh, Kyndra Swanson on Golden. I was blue when the new flowers came. I was blue like the stormy blue 
promises of morning Waiting on the next Sunny day Kendra Swanson. Oh, beautiful. And uh, oh, Kendra Golden is your voice. Yes. For sure. <laughs> Thank you. And uh, so what do you find is your source for a lot of your songs? We know the inspiration for Golden, but like, and yeah. we'll probably talk about Little Birds next as, as, as it, but maybe just in general, where, where do you get your inspiration from? Yeah, um, I'm very much, you know, into nature, like I'm sure most artists you you talk to. um, I mean, what else is there really but nature um, outside of us and inside of us? And um, after um, I went and got a a master's degree um, in uh, science education, specifically environmental and outdoor education. So um, I'm a professional naturalist. And the reason I, you know, pursued that line of education or of, you know, getting a degree was it just believe so strongly that the deeper we understand the natural world on, on various levels, the more prepared we are to deal with the realities of life. Um, it helps. It's, it's such a place to be comforted and inspired. And I feel like whatever life throws your way in, in, in so many ways, like there's some answers in nature. And I remember one of the first times I really 
started thinking about this um, was I was working somewhere and a bunch of my coworkers were making me crazy as a bunch of, you know, which is something that we all experience. And I was kind of like, I'm taking a lot of things personally. And I was out in the woods and I'm like, nothing is personal out here. You know, everything just is what it is and interacts as what and it coexists. is. coexists. <laughs> and it just coexists. And, and harmony is relative. You know, balance is, you know, balance is not a stable place. Balance is a fluctuating, dynamic thing. And, um, and, and I just realized, like, even in just my office, being, like, understanding and really feeling, um everything living and breathing on its own plane helps me deal with things just the way they are instead of the way I think they're about me because they're not about me. You know, most of the time it's not you. Sometimes it's, it is. <laughs> it's so true. I always like to throw more love into a situation when there's mm -hmm. conflict and yeah. not only to, to the situation, but filling myself up as well. You know, you just, so I have to say like the last time, we were together and you were talking. I love the program that you did develop for those children. Do you feel like you want to talk about it? Because it was so all encompassing because so many of us or so many children grow up not having those experiences, mm -hmm. but they're so so valuable to go out and play in the dirt and, yeah. and learn about the life cycle. Yeah. Well, and like, Outdoor learning has, yeah, I mean, just, just so many benefits and so much, like, research and inertia um, behind it. Um, and, and it can happen on a simple thing. Like, I mean, I've developed programs to help, you know, teachers even assess biodiversity in a lawn. Like, so having students mm -hmm. do a bio blitz, like, count and... Um, not necessarily identify, but like um, differentiate between organisms within a hula hoop on a, on a lawn. And even the most well manicured lawn is going to offer up all kinds of different things, way more things oh. than you ever thought you would imagine. Crawling and things and yes. slithering things. And, <laughs> and plus fungus, you can't leave mm -hmm. out the fungus. Esther. Right. You know, right. it's really important stuff. I love fungus. Um, <laughs> but I've done, you know, really simple, clean, basic things like that. And then I've also, you know, taught Chicago school kids how to skin roadkill raccoons, right. you know, and, and there's a lot of, um, I mean, people think that's really shocking, um, but actually, it's it's really beautiful. You learn a lot about yourself um, from from having that experience. I mean, presented as an option, like you can do this thing or you cannot do this thing. But I've never had um, anybody get upset about it. Really, they've just been like, "Oh, I didn't know like what our bodies were really like. I didn't know how we were similar um, to these animals." And it really is, you know, again, by examining nature and learning about it, like we learn about ourselves, whether that's like looking at comparative anatomy um, or our place in an ecosystem or understanding that like funguses play a role in our body, understanding that a compost bin operates much like our own digestive tract. Mm -hmm. I mean, we are nature. Um, yeah. So in answer your question, Larry, yeah, that's where a lot of my my songs come from. And um Little birds, which I know you're going to put on, I'm just going to seg into that because another thought I've had is how so many of our interactions with nature are with 
like the broken pieces of of nature you know it's the animals on the side of the road that we see um first or it's the um the injured animals or the abandoned animals or in the case of little birds it's the bird that that falls from the tree that hits um, the window <laughs> or that hits the window you know we see these really beautiful moments in 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 death um honestly is is when we are bearing really bearing witness sometimes and uh little birds is a song about a specific nuthatch that i i found underneath a tree at a friend's cabin and like brought back and you know she would sit on my finger and i named her inca and fed her worms from the vermicompost and uh and she would chirp, but I mean, she had a, a broken wing and a massive infection and she died. And I cried about that bird for three times longer <laughs> than she was in my care. And I know that we're supposed to let nature take its course. And I believe that, you know, you should call wildlife experts. Um, if you have an animal in your yard you're worried about, there are so many knowledgeable people in university extension. There are so many resources to help positive interactions with um, injured animals in your yard but sometimes the bird comes in the house and uh, sometimes we try our best and then we fail well let's take a listen to Kendra Swanson's Little Birds I've seen my share of dead little birds dead little birds my own heart so small and so sweet how I pray they will meet in the sky, in the sky, in the sky. I can't save them all from the ground. Maybe not any at all. And I've my share of old country songs, old country songs, my oh my. And the stories I told were seldom my own. Somehow they still make me cry. Some part of them somehow. I shall play in the light. 
Little Birds, Kendra Swanson. Uh, so that kind of completes the story you told us uh, at the beginning of that song. Yeah, I just really, I just um, love, and the stories I told were seldom my own, but somehow they still make me cry. It's just like so beautiful. Thank you. You're listening to Art in the Air with Kendra Swanson on WVLP 103.1 FM and on Lakeshore Public Radio 89.1 FM. One thing we like to ask our guests is how COVID has impacted them. Uh, we thought we were coming out of it uh, in the summer, but, uh, you know, Delta kind of raised its ugly head. But, you know, first of all, was it a more creative period for you? Was it a thing of, oh, I don't want to? And, of course, how it affected your public performing life. So tell us about how that impacted you and, <laughs> well, your, and your family. And she had a baby. <laughs> she had a baby. <laughs> yeah. Well, I my son was born. Um, his, his first birthday was um, end of March, um, right after we first entered in. So he hasn't had a birthday with like not in quarantine, basically. Um, and so I actually, I don't know, I've had, I've had the benefit of, you know, um, having a place to live, um, during COVID and, and having some stability, um, that I'm really grateful for. I, um, I've been very cautious. I haven't really performed. I had one, indoor show um at the end of july it's my only indoor show of the year i'm like this is the first and last one like <laughs> there's that window in july where it's like oh, i'm vaccinated great and then you're like because nope. my my kid kid can't be and um, right. fortunately i'm we're not having to rely on my um income as a musician super heavily and and the best choice is just to just sit back and um, I know so many musicians like really really having to innovate um, and really struggling you know for you know donations through like um, virtual performances and I'm like I don't need to dip into that pot I don't I also don't really enjoy um, performing virtually I mean I I have I did some and it was nice but it is so much energy and takes like so much um, initiative to do that so I've really backed off um, and it's felt okay um, I think because I am a mother of a small child I don't have a ton of creative energy or time to do anything other than write on post-it notes that I lose and um, <laughs> And creative energy, you know, just comes out in, in different ways, right? I mean, it's it's vegetable gardens, <laughs> vegetable gardens. Yeah, I think so. A Composting. Comp. I'm so into my compost, Esther. Mm -hmm. Thank you for asking. Uh, <laughs> it's just so interesting because we have several different types of compost going, and um, it's just so wonderful that you can take those ends and create something so rich and beautiful it is so beautiful and uh you know it's, it feels really good and empowering to you know grow your own food you know every now and then when i felt guilty about oh i should be writing more i should be performing more i should be like you know providing performance spaces and like taking a leadership role and helping people and you know all this stuff and then i'm kind of like you know what 
I'm really present with my very busy kid. And also, I mean, through my turbulent life, I've, I've always, you know, really wanted to have the stability to plant something, have it grow, and then harvest it again. And I'm doing that. And that feels really, really incredible. I think I expanded my garden three different times this year. <laughs> so what does, Arlo, what does Arlo find in the garden most delicious? Oh, man. So my son's name is Arlo, and he loves... Um, he eats everything, Esther. Um, so he just like goes in there and like walks on the little paths and picks everything and gives people tours. Um, he <laughs> loves tomatoes. Um, I don't think I think I had a, I think we had fourteen tomato plants this year. I haven't canned much at all because he just eats them all. He's just like a pack of deer. <laughs> Perfect. He's <laughs> like a like a band of locusts. He just goes through and like eats everything. So, can I take can I take you kind of back in history a bit? I sure. really loved um, what you did with the river signal. Can you talk a bit about that? And do you stay in touch with all of those people? Oh, so the river signal project was a small group of gentlemen on a um, paddle boat going a restored paddle boat going down the Mississippi River and writing an old time radio narrative and featuring a bunch of. Um, songwriters along along the Mississippi River on the way down um so yeah I was lucky that they liked my my sound and they wrote me into this narrative um and they're all super creative people off on a bunch of projects and I haven't I've followed them pretty distantly but not uh not on a super personal level um but that was such a such a cool so much fun and so beautiful yeah that was really neat well, I'd like to talk about the next song we want to listen that you've got recorded. I saw the crane. So set that up for us. Tell us a little bit about that. Kendra. Oh, man. So that's quite the setup. So it's this really energetic um, banjo song that I wrote about like these, you know, resilient um, beasts, you know, resilient animals um, and plants. And I wrote it um, while my father was actively dying. So almost 10 years ago now. Um, he was, he had a, a brain aneurysm and we had these like two weeks of confusing leg in the hospital, you know, and all of the things involved with that. And I was just thinking about like strength and resiliency and, and part of that experience for me was driving from Hudson, Wisconsin, where I was living at the time, um, to Madison, where my dad was in the hospital down 94, big freeway loud road and uh and just seeing like the eagles perching on the wire you know um hunting and like and the cranes flying flying over this freeway and just you know just in a daze staring out the window wondering what was going on where i was and and just those are the things that i saw and so it's a song about um, resilience, um, as inspired by those um, wonderful creatures, you know, living their lives from day to day. Well, let's take a listen to that. That's I Saw a Crane, Kendra Swanson. I saw the crane fly over the road, all the traffic on 994, and the eagle hunts from power lines, and the Changing way. 
song we just heard was I Saw the Crane, Kendra Swanson. Uh, And the story. And the the eagle hunts from power lines. It's just, boy, so evocative. You're listening to Art in the Air with Kendra Swanson on WVLP 103.1 FM and on Lakeshore Public Radio 89.1 FM. So, Kendra, um, real quick, are you looking forward to doing anything that you haven't done? And we didn't hit, hit on that on COVID. Are you getting back up performing and things? Is that something you're looking forward to doing? Um, eventually. I mean, I think I have dreams for the spring at this point, um, but not a ton of aspirations um, for the winter other than catching up with family while we can. Um, And yeah, and then just feeling really present in in my home and um, uh, re-entering the quilting season. (laughs) (laughs) Snowballs. It's textiles next. Yeah, it's textiles and snow. Yeah. Snowballs. <laughs> yeah, lots of snow. Well, you're now in the studio, so uh, we like to. You're going to do something actually part of the show here. It's called "Take My Hand." Set that up, and then let's go ahead and do that. Yeah, um, I I wrote this song uh, basically about raising a small kid during a pandemic, and uh, I just have the one. I don't know anything about raising a child outside of a pandemic. Um, <laughs> this is all I know. <laughs> So, um, but yeah, it's about just living from, from day to day and, and being this, um, being, you know, your, your kid's whole world and then your world is tiny, but then there's this whole other crazy global situation happening. And, and as a parent, you're just between those worlds. Um, so this is about that space in between. Past the cows to the corn We were here before you were born When I walked this way Not knowing who I was Now every day we make our way Away from home to greet the day And then back again As birds cross the world Just above Cross the world just above who across the world the world around is very strange aching with a grief a rage the colors change each time I open up my door I've only seen one side of death I've only held the hand that left I've only held my breath before breathing in once more Before breathing in once more Before breathing Before breathing in once more Back at home, take off your shoes and grab a snack Turn off the news, I'll read that book you like the hundredth time There's time to gather toys and stones A time to scatter all the bones And somehow through it all we'll find the way to be fine 
find the way to be fine. The way past the cows to the corn, past the church, past the war, and to the park that's three miles down the way. You take my hand, lead to the slide. Down we go, side by side. Together is the way we found to be fine today. Ooh, and we'll be fine today. We'll be fine. Ooh, and we'll be fine today. That's Kendra Swanson and Take My Hand about little Arlo. It's it's about Arlo, but it's it's actually how it talks about how we have gotten through the pandemic. Together is the way we found to be fine today. You know, thank heavens for my girlfriends. And we check in on with each other to see how we are. And, you know, so it's a a great song. When so many times the answer isn't fine. You know, it's like fine. (laughs) But... (laughs) Day by day is what we say, sometimes minute by minute. Yep. Yeah. Well, and I'm lucky. I feel like with a toddler, I don't have any other options. You know, it is that moment to moment living. It's like the everything is a phase. It's uh, things are always changing, you know. Um, but and yeah. the brightness. I mean, there's so much brightness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the the sun's always shining through the window, you know, and um, being outside as much as we can is really, really healing. Um, yeah, I've been trying to resensitize myself to, like, having sand on my hands and in my hair, and I'm like, this is okay. So the question I wanted to ask, are you barefoot now? Because that was, like, such a beautiful tip, you know, you always perform barefoot. Very good. Well, talking about imposition of time, because we're about getting close to the end here, we might need to listen to imposition of time. I'm going to sing it for you. It's an acapella tune, and I've learned the powers of acapella music because it is just me and uh, and just you. Um, So it feels very raw, and so I'm sending this out to you guys. So the imposition of time, Kendra Swanson. I try to keep steady, but the day has already come and gone. With both feet still planted, the whole earth is slanted. Come and gone. I think I'm standing still, but I moved against my will. Moved in my heart and by body and mind, I too have come and gone. I captured a moment, I can't truly show it. Come and gone. I thought I'd seen through you, but I barely knew you. You'd come and gone. I think I'm standing still, but I moved against my will. Moved in my heart and by body and mind, I too have come and gone. Let go of yourself and ground someone else. 
come and gone and let's be washed away in the light of this day come and gone i think i'm standing still but i moved against my will moved in my heart and my body and mind i too have come and gone i think i'm standing still but i moved against my will moved in my heart and my body and mind i too have come and gone i too have come and gone such a beautiful soul that's so beautiful yeah. Thank, Thank you. Kendra Swanson, you. the imposition of time. Well, we just have barely a couple minutes left, but we want to make sure you have a chance to tell how people can get in touch with you. How can they find you uh, on social media and everything like that? Um, thank you so much. Um, I have a website, KendraSwanson.com. Uh, my music is available to stream on um, Spotify and all of the various platforms, um, as well as on my website. My lyrics are on my website. I do also have a Facebook page um, under Kendra Swanson as well. So it's Facebook.com forward slash music dot Kendra Swanson. Um, feel free to connect and... Um, uh, Reach out if you want a virtual concert. Let me know. Um, I'll be there with with bells on in my basement. (laughs) (laughs) I can say lucky Arlo, really. Yes, very much. Well, we thank you so much for sharing your music with us and our audience. I appreciate you coming on Art of the Air, uh, Kendra. That's Kendra Swanson. And again, you can find her at KendraSwansonAltogether.com. Facebook, Kendra Swanson is there. And she has also some YouTube sites. So you can look her up on YouTube, uh, listen to all her music. She's an independent folk music performer and songwriter, which shared her time with us. Kendra, thank you so much for being on Art on the Air. Thanks so much for sharing art with people, guys. (laughs) Thanks, Kendra. Blue sky waiting to turn gray But you bring out the light that waits inside me Bring it on the next Sunny day been listening to Art in the Air, and we'd like to thank our guests this week on WVLP 103.1 FM and Lakeshore Public Radio 89.1 FM, our weekly program covering arts and arts events throughout Northwest Indiana and beyond. Art in the Air is heard every Friday at 11 a.m. and rebroadcast Monday at 5 p.m. on WVLP. Art in the Air streams live at WVLP.org and is rebroadcast on Monday at 5 p.m. Plus is also heard on Lakeshore Public Radio 89.1 FM every Sunday at 7 p.m. Also streaming live at Lakeshore Public Radio. and is available on Lakeshore Public Radio's website as a podcast. Our spotlight interviews are also heard Wednesdays on Lakeshore Public Radio. 
Thanks again to Greg Kovach, WVLP Station Manager, and Tom Maloney, Vice President of Radio Operations for Lakeshore Public Radio. Our theme music is by Billy Foster with a vocal by Renee Foster. Art in the Air is supported by an Indiana Arts Commission Arts Project Grant and the National Endowment for the Arts. Underwriters for Art in the Air, Walt Breidinger of Paragon Investments, and Marilyn Van, Arts Patron. Art in the Air is always looking for financial support. We'd like to thank our current supporters. If you're looking to support Art in the Air... Esther and I especially would invite you to become an underwriter of this program in particular. We have information on our website at breck.com AOTA. You can find out support information there. So don't just be an Art on the Air listener. Become a supporter or underwriter in whatever amount you're able to do so so we continue to bring you this great content and this great local programming. And like I say every week, don't give till it hurts. Give till it feels good. And you'll feel so good about supporting Art on the Air. Information about Art on the Air is available at our website, breck.com slash AOTA. That's breck, B-R-E-C-H dot com slash AOTA. That includes a complete show archive, spotlight interviews, plus our show is available on multiple podcast platforms, including NPR One. Please like us on Facebook, Art on the Air, WVLP, for information about upcoming shows and interviews. If you're interested in being a guest or sending us information about your arts, arts-related event, or exhibit, please email us at aota at breck.com. That's aota at breck, B-R-E-C-H, dot com, or contact us through our Facebook page. Your hosts were Larry Breckner and Esther Golden, and we invite you back next week for another episode of Art on the Air. Aloha, everyone. Have a splendid week. Express yourself through art. And show the world your heart. Express yourself to art. And show the world your heart. You're in the know with Esther and Mary. Art on the air today. Stay in the know with Mary and Esther. Art on the air our way. Express yourself to art. And show the world your heart. Express yourself to art. And show the world.